Hi guys, welcome back to the table. This is Sarah. Hey y'all, this is Bailey. <laughs> Bailey's coming in from the south, apparently. <laughs> so today on our menu, we have everything overthinking. We um, are both like chronic overthinkers. We might have issues or a very big problem. So we're just going to be sharing a few stories and how overthinking can get you in a lot of trouble. Um, and then we're going to be taking a fun little quiz at the end. Yeah, I think there's no denying that we have a mental problem, mm -hmm. but um, I think it's more severe than the normal person. No, it absolutely is. <laughs> oh, like, we have to share it. It takes a whole episode just for someone to understand. Yeah. Like so a I'll quarter. I'll start yeah. because mine, this happens on a daily basis to me, but so yesterday I went to the movies with my friend and we went to see the It movie. And we were in the movie theater, and the movie had already started. And I always pay attention to my surroundings. Mm -hmm. I feel like you have to nowadays, as sad as it is. But So I'm always paying attention, and I noticed these two guys walked in, and they were probably like 17 or 18 years old, and they had like three large backpacks with them. Oh, absolutely not. Each one of them had like a huge backpack around their shoulder, and then the guy, like the first guy had was dressed in all black and had his hood up and had another bag, like holding it at his side. And I'm like, that's so strange. And I turned to my friend, Chelsea, who I was with, and I was like, that's so weird. And she's like, what? <laughs> she I'm like, did you notice. not see? <laughs> like, I feel like nobody else in the movie theater even thought it was a big deal or even noticed, but I couldn't get it off my mind and I couldn't stop staring. They went up to the very top row in the back oh, corner. Oh my gosh. And I kept turning around, looking at them. They probably were like, thinking I'm a psycho. At what point in the movie is this? Like the previews just ended or the movie's already started? No, the movie had already started, but it is still the beginning. So maybe like 10 minutes okay. in. Oh my gosh. And I would have been talking myself on a ledge. Th three backpacks? They shouldn't, you three shouldn't backpacks. be allowed to bring a backpack in a movie theater in 2019. No, that's what I'm saying. And so... So I kind of was just feeling anxious. And then one of the guys... Like maybe a few minutes after they sat down, one of the guys got up and left. And I was like, I'm going to go say something. I'm going to go tell security. I'm yeah. going to do something because somebody should have at least checked their bags. I want to know if the bags were checked. So what was Chelsea? I saying? walk out. She was just laughing so hard. She thought she it was funny. Thought I, she thought it was funny. She thought I was crazy. <laughs> I'm like so relating to you. So to me, I'm like 100% serious. I would be the exact same way. I mean, I feel like if she would have, because she didn't really notice it. So she thought maybe that I was just being crazy, yeah. but she didn't see them with the backpacks. She agreed with me that like backpacks are weird. Like three big backpacks into a movie is weird, but she didn't see it. So she, she was just like that. laughing at yeah. me and I was like, I'm going to go say something. So, and you're kind of dramatic already. So oh, 1000% you know, to decipher. Yeah. Is this a real situation or is this? Just another one of Bailey's episodes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. So um, I got up and when I got up, I looked and only one of the guys was sitting there. It was the guy dressed in all black. And I noticed they had like two big cups, like cups from home that they had brought on the on their like little tables. And so I walked out. I'm like two rows in front of them. Mm -hmm. But there's only like six rows total in the movie theater because they're like the huge chairs. Yeah. And so... I looked up, there are two rows above me, I look up and I see the cups, see the guy in all black, whatever, so I know that the other guy had just left. So I walk out and I go to the front to the lady that is taking the tickets and I was like, hi, I just have a question, um, did you just see a couple guys walk in with some large backpacks? And she's like, oh no, I just got here, my shift just started, and I'm like, okay, well, can we find out? Because there was two guys that walked into my movie. It's the It movie. And they walked all the way up to the top. They had three large backpacks and it's really weird and I feel uncomfortable. And she was like, okay, I'll, I'll let someone know. And as I was saying this, Sarah. The guy walks by? The guy walks by. And oh I'm like, gosh. shit, he probably heard me and he probably... If he does have something, it's definitely going to be... <laughs> he, you're going to be his He has it target. out for me. <laughs> I'm the first victim. So, I mean, can I just say, too, though, I think the fact that it was the It movie would make me more scared just uh -huh. because freaks of life, Yeah, like, that's the kind of things they... I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're probably not doing it in Little Pony, too. They're going to the <laughs> It movie. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so I let the lady know. She said she would take care of it. The guy walks by me, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, my God, that looks like the guy. And mm-hmm. I'm following he, behind him. 1,000% he heard oh, okay. me. cool. So then I'm following him. Sweet. Sure enough, he walks into the hit movie. I'm like, for sure. Love it. Good. He just heard me. He's going to go tell his friend. So I'm going to let, let this bomb off. <laughs> yep. So I go back, sit down, tell Chelsea, and then I hear some noise. And right away, there was like two security guards that walked in. And they went all the way to the very top. And I'm oh like, gosh. oh, God, this is a big scene. Like, I don't know if this is this serious, but I just want to be safe. And so they go up to the top. They search these guys' backpacks and come to find out it was just alcohol. It's like these 17-year-old kids that are literally just sneaking alcohol into a movie theater. And I told on them because oh I thought they were going to do something bad. You know what, though? If you were about to sneak alcohol, why were you about to put it in a backpack? Because normally, and, I think 90% of movie theaters would have checked. And they why do you need three backpacks? Like, how much alcohol you, are you really bringing in? Like, if you're bringing in a bottle of liquor, you could put that in like your a pants. flask or something. <laughs> or a backpack. One backpack. Okay, maybe they weren't thinking that hard into it, and we're just too, like... We're psychos. Yeah. So then... I felt terrible because they didn't get kicked out, but after they were searched and everything, probably should have. They left. Like I made a scene. I mean, I didn't make a scene, but I made it become a scene. Totally. And so they ended up leaving. And but then I had peace of mind, and I could sit back and watch my movie. No, I mean, I literally would have done the same thing. I don't think that you should be allowed to bring a backpack unless it's like one of those dainty, cute mini backpacks that the girls wear. You know what I mean? And if you do, I think everything should be checked. The right. world is a scary place, and people people out there ain't right. They ain't right <laughs> in the brain, so they're doing some funky things, you know? I think yeah. everything should be checked, and I feel like it's better to be safe than sorry. No, I, I totally agree. I think that we are both hyper-aware, and I think probably a lot of people are, but I think we're really, like, hyper-aware of our surroundings, mm-hmm. and... Like, I could you want to share, um, share the story about when you went on a plane? Because I think that's oh. literally, I, every time I get on a plane now, I just, I have to check everybody out and I, you just The movie know. story is mild compared to the airplane yes. story. <laughs> okay. I'll go ahead and share. I just feel like I might have a problem with being over aware of my mm-hmm. surroundings because do you ever, obviously we're overthinkers, but I could make up a full-on scenario in my head that's not even true and I do that all the time especially in movie theaters and especially when I'm on an airplane or getting on an airplane yeah so okay so those are scenarios that have already gone wrong before so I feel like it's just like that seed is already planted but I mean I I feel like just in general we're both really extra overthinkers and like negative we can turn and dramatic situations yeah yeah totally Okay, so I was, this was a couple years ago, but I was in Michigan and I was flying back to Vegas and I was getting on my plane and I was had the window seat and so I go and I sit in the window and the guy sitting next to me in the middle, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be like racist or anything mm-hmm. here, but he was covered head to toe in clothing. Mm-hmm. I could only see his eyeballs. Mm-hmm. That's all I could see. Mm-hmm. So, A, that's a little scary because I can't see you, mm-hmm. you know? Literally. You know, those wraps. Like, the, those wraps like on. religious yes. Yes. clothing, the all black. Yeah. So, I was sitting down. Wasn't, wasn't trying to pass judgment, nothing. But he kept talking aloud. And I don't know who he was talking to because I couldn't even see his mouth. I could only see his eyes, you know? Mm-hmm. But obviously, he was talking in a different language. And it was like semi-getting loud, like louder. Mm -hmm. He kept speaking. Little concerning. Like, it was making you anxious. Like, he was being loud. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? I I, I have no idea who he's talking to, but whatever. It's Mm -hmm. fine. So then he pulls out a phone. Mm -hmm. And he starts, you know, doing whatever on his phone. And then, I don't know. I just feel like I get... Like, I have really good intuition, and I just had a really bad vibe. I don't know what. And he kept looking at me. Like, he would turn to me, 
and I would try and smile and be friendly, but mm-hmm. I mean, he obviously didn't speak my language, and if he did, he didn't say hello or anything, and so I was just like, why is he looking at me? He's speaking in a different language. He was pulling out his phone and kept like typing and then looking at me and then typing and looking at me, and I'm like, okay, I feel a little funky. I'm just going to look out the window. Yeah. So then, At this point, you're like halfway to panic. Oh, and I put my headphones in, you know, mm-hmm. just to be like, I'm not like entertaining this. Mm-hmm. So I put my headphones in. I was looking out the window. We were getting ready to take off and they were like, everyone put your phones away, whatever. Mm-hmm. He then gets a phone call oh my gosh. and <laughs> takes the call and is like talking loudly in another language. And I'm like, does this man know he needs to put his phone away? Mm-hmm. And they come over to our aisle and they're like, sir, you need to put your phone away. Mm-hmm. He's unbothered. He is on the phone going to town on his conversation. Oh and I'm like freaking out at this point. I'm trying to make eyes with the stewardess. Like, can I change my seat? Like yeah. I'm panicking over here. And so then he like kind of puts it down to his side. So mm-hmm. I knew he knew what she was like. Maybe he didn't know what she was saying exactly, but he understood. Like, he has to put his phone away. Uh So he puts it down to his side, and then she walks away. And then he starts going to town again after she walked away. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm stressed. So then we are literally ascending. The plane is taking off. And he unbuckles his seatbelt. Oh my gosh. And Sarah, I freak out. I freaked out. Nope, I freaked out. I unbuckled my seatbelt. I said, excuse me. Hopped over his lap, <laughs> hopped into the aisle. The two <laughs> like stewardesses. <laughs> I was literally running to the back. The lady's like, "Ma'am, you need to sit down. We are ascending." And I'm like, "I need help. Like, someone help me." <laughs> I thought I was. I am not trying to be dramatic, but I thought at that moment. <laughs> I'm dying. This is the end of my life. Like running for the aisle, like jumping over. I have too much to live for. I'm not even married yet. I need to have some kids. I can't die yet. It is not my time. And so I run to the back. I'm like, listen, this guy next to me, I'm scared. He's talking really loud. He's not following the rules. I can't see his face. Like he's scared me. And he got up. So I hopped over him. I need to like sit in the back. Mm -hmm. I was in tears crying. And so she literally got me a seat right next to hers in the back. Like, you know how the people that work for the airline sit in the very, very back? Uh I sat there the entire plane ride. The full four hours to Vegas, I sat back there. But wait, what were you worried about? Were you worried about the plane going down or you were just worried about being next to him? I was worried that he was taking down the plane. Well, what would doing in the back do for you? Just make you less anxious? Well, I just feel like I was with people that worked on the plane, Mm -hmm. so I had more people with me. Go down last. (laughs) No, I'm just saying. If the plane goes down, you all go down. (laughs) No, I don't think the plane was going down. I think he was trying to take down the plane, but I feel like we could have fought back. Mm -hmm. But I can't fight him alone. Interesting. So I need people on my team. So I was just saying. Like, help me. I don't know. I just felt more comfortable when I was with her. She yeah. thought I was You were just having literally, a full-blown panic attack, and you just need I've never panic. had one in my life, uh-huh. and I had a panic attack. Yeah. I was bawling my eyes out. It's scary. You think about those things, you mm-hmm. know? Just like in the when they had that massacre movie theater shooting. Mm-hmm. You think about those things now. Yeah. It could literally happen anywhere, but once something like that happens, it's hard not to have that in your brain. No, totally. You think about it, you yeah. know? You just you just do, whether you can help it or not. You just think of all those scenarios, mm-hmm. so. No, totally. So, yeah, that's my dramatic story. I, I think I need medication. I need to be medicated because Before that's you get not on good. A plane, you need to be yes. medicated. That's not good for my heart. No, and that's it's not, not good for, for real. No, really. I actually think the same thing whenever I'm overthinking something, I'm getting really stressed out. I'm like, this is how you have a heart attack. Over what? Something that's not even happening? Like, that is so sad. But do you ever think, like, you could have prevented something from happening? Because that's yeah. how I felt in the movie theater last night. Like, maybe it is nothing. And maybe I am a psycho. But I would rather be a psycho and be safe than 
I could have, you know, just said nothing and been scared and not had a good time because I was scared the whole time. No, totally. And be panicking. I'm telling you, the movie thing, I literally, literally would have done the exact same thing. Because I think about it, too. Like, I go to the movies a lot, and whenever someone has a backpack, I get pissed off. Like, you should not be allowed to have a backpack. It does not make people feel comfortable. Movie theaters freak me out, honestly. Mm -hmm. I I don't know if I prefer to have people sitting behind me and I'm closer to the exit, or if I prefer to be the last row so that I can see everything in front of me. Mm. this is the shit that keeps me up at night yeah (laughs) like I'm not kidding these are the things that I think about yeah no it's scary totally I just like there have been times where I've been in public and I'm literally like if I think something is in my head like let's say I think someone has like I don't know I'm just such a crazy person sometimes like I'll Mm -hmm. be like what if that person has a gun like I don't know like it's just so weird to think about but but... isn't it sad that that's like our norm like that's how we have to think yeah I'm sure the difference between us and other people, I'm sure other people think these things, but Mm -hmm. they might not take it to the level that we do. And we literally make a full on scenario in our head that something's happening. Yeah. And like me and you both will take action instead of just like, yeah, like letting the thought, oh, that thought is there. Like, let it go. No, 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 no. no. That thought's there. (laughs) Let me transgress it into an entire, you know an entire movie of my life how about the time we barricaded ourselves in a room mm. I, think I, know. <laughs> I need you to tell I, the story I, okay we thought we were being sex trafficked so I think we should just like I'll just start the story and you can jump in like with the okay. details so okay. it was a night out it was in Michigan um this was not that long ago <laughs> like a few, <laughs> two years ago maybe yeah we had gone out, we had been drinking, we were with a big group, there was like five or six of us, um, girls and guys, and we were all just friends, um, so we went out, drank, like, stayed out to like maybe one or two, and our friend, our girlfriend, um, was hitting on this guy, and all of a sudden, that was like her dude. She was in full single mode, so she was like yeah. wanting to live it up no and judgment. find someone, bring him back home. Totally love it. Yeah, no judgment at all. Um, but we no had judgment. just met him. Like we had definitely not spent the entire night with him. Like he was not really a friend to us. He was a very new acquaintance, which was fine. He so, was a random. Yeah, he was random for sure. So, um, he's like getting in our Uber immediately. I noticed that he has some sort of accent. So I was like, hi, how are you? What's your name? What was his name? Gumbo? Gumbo. <laughs> I mean, was that really his Gumbo. name? Gumbo! <laughs> um, it was either Jumbo or Gumbo. Okay. Was well, it Jumbo? His name was <laughs> if his name was really Gumbo, there is no way he was not from another country. <laughs> In America, you do not name your child Gumbo. But anyway... <laughs> point is immediately I noticed his accent I have no idea I did not recognize what it was but I noticed this heavy accent like he talked he talked like a he had knew another language or something mm-hmm. and For I sure. asked him I was like where are you from or you know what's your accent like I asked him where he's from and he was like I'm from here I'm from Michigan and I was like no 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 like where are you from originally (laughs) and he literally was just like born and raised in Michigan like I don't really remember what he said but he would not tell me where he was from I'm still convinced that is a red flag he was from somewhere there was no way he had a heavy accent like I couldn't understand him half the time no he could barely speak English is the thing like he did but it was such a thick accent yeah I don't even know what it was though but yeah so that was strange so how about you take over and just continue? And then, so we went to Taco Bell, we went home, we went mm-hmm. back to our friend's place, and then um, our friend and him, they go downstairs to her bedroom, right? Mm-hmm. And then there was Sarah and I and two other guys, and then we go upstairs and we go to bed. So Sarah and I are in one room, and the other two guys are in another room, mm-hmm. and we're going to bed. I had a weird feeling, mm-hmm. but I wasn't going to say anything. And then Sarah, I feel like neither one of us were sleeping yet. And mm-hmm. you were kind of like, do you feel weird about him in our place? Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, yeah, I do, honestly. Yeah. Because 
when you think about it, all of our stuff was there, like our yeah. nice purses and whatever jewelry we had there, you know. And we had you had like a big suitcase because you were traveling from Vegas, so like you had yeah, you know, I had a ton of stuff. Yeah, there, like your whole suitcase. And at first, we were kind of like he could, you know, take our stuff and leave. That was our first thought for sure. Yeah, I, I that totally was our first... remember that because yeah, like it he was... could. T- it was three stories, so we were at yeah, the Yeah, it was three stories, and we were in the upstairs, and then all of our stuff was in the living room, and then our friend and him were in the basement. Right. And so he could literally have taken everything, and, and that was our first thought, yeah. and ran out the door, which, okay, whatever. Everything's replaceable. But then, I don't know what happened, but we were kind of like thinking, well, even worse, like what if he had friends, and he told them the address that we're yes. staying at? That was how it started. That's how it started. So then we went downstairs and made sure the front door was locked mm-hmm. because we didn't want anybody to get in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where um, the sex the trafficking Facebook and my mom come in. Like, you know how all those sex trafficking stories yeah. go on Facebook? And yeah. that's when I was like, what if he's oh, a yeah, sex I remember trafficker? That. Like, we had just met him so early, late, I mean, in the night. Like, we didn't know him. And I feel like... And and then we it were like, why was he? Why was he going with a group of randos? Like, and sure, why but... was he by himself? Was another oh thing. Like when gosh, we found yes. him, he was by himself. Who's by themselves at the bar? And totally. Like, where was his friend? That was a right. huge red flag. Oh my gosh, I'm like going down the same tunnel. It was we were weird. like. It was okay. So we were all intoxicated, and mm-hmm. you know, I feel like people kind of do things like, oh, I'm going to find someone and bring them back home, you know? Yeah. But then you don't really think about the consequences or truly think about it, like think about the severity of it until after the fact. And so I feel like when Sarah and I were just laying there, middle of the night, 2.30 in the morning, and we were sobering up, we're like, oh my God, this actually is kind of a big deal because A, this guy was alone. B, he was lying to us because he had a thick accent. He didn't look like he was from America. And he said he was born and raised from Michigan. And now he knows our address, even after the fact. Like even after we leave, he Mm -hmm. knows where our friend lives from now on. The only thing that made me feel better was that we were with two guys. Yeah. So... We're like semi freaking ourselves out at this point, and we're like, what do we do? Like, he could be telling his friends that we're here, they could be on their way, they could kidnap us, they could rob us, they could beat mm-hmm. us up, they could do whatever. So then we go into the room. No, 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 no. Do you, the first thing we did, do you remember, is that we went and got our stuff. We literally oh, yes, yes. brought, we had like 17 bags. We packed all of our stuff from the living room because we had it kind mm-hmm. of lying all around. Packed yeah. all of our stuff. Literally lugged it up the stairs. It's 3 a.m., mind you. Mm-hmm. And put it into the room Literally we packed in. all of our stuff. All of our stuff. Like, my straightener, like, like they're going to want to steal that. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, everything we had, we took up to this room with us. Uh-huh. And then we locked the door. That was the mm-hmm. first thing we did. And then we barricaded ourselves in that room. Yeah. Like, we put we our luggage up against the door. Yeah. And we were like, okay, we're good. No, no we brought a chair from up downstairs. Yeah. Do you remember and that? And put it under the door. A yeah. dining room chair. Literally, our friend's standing room chair. Like, we're so crazy. <laughs> so, But then okay. why did we go and get the boys? We still didn't feel safe enough? No. We, we were, were just talking about this for an hour. After we were barricaded in there, we were like, they could come around the back and uh-huh. the sliding glass door. They could come in and we're like, we are not safe. We need to at least let the boys know mm-hmm. or see what they think. And like better in numbers. So we were like, we're going to go sleep in the boys' room. So we moved. Yeah. We moved all so of we our moved. stuff. Yep, so we go in the boys' room. They're sleeping. Mm -hmm. So we go into the boys' room, put all, do the same thing that we just did in our room. Mm -hmm. We barricade the door. We put the chair under the door. We put our suitcases on top of the chairs. Like, when you think about this, like, people are going to think we're making this up, but it is 100% fact. It's true. Like, this is literally what we did at 4 o'clock in the morning on a Friday This is night. the course because of, our like, friend we had probably, a one night stand. we were probably <laughs> thinking about this at 2.30 in the morning and all of these activities. Like, it is now 4 in the morning. Mm-hmm. So we've been doing this for an hour and a half at this point. Mm-hmm. So then, we, I, why did we wake them up? Well, I think it was you. I, I feel okay. like we were laying there. And at this point, we were pretty quiet just because the guys were there. So, like, before, we were really edging each other on. Like, I was like, what if this? And you were like, mm-hmm. should, you were like, are we being crazy? And I was like, no, I think, we're, I think we really need to do this, like, 
we kept Mm -hmm. edging each other on but at this point I feel like we were pretty quiet but then I think you were just really scared and you were like I'm waking Joey up oh it's okay okay well our friend Joey (laughs) we woke up our friend Joey Williams if you know him shout out but we woke him up this is the funniest part of the whole story. story yeah so we wake I literally was like shaking him I was like hey Sarah and I, we came in here because we're scared. The guy that's downstairs, we think that he's going to hurt us or he's going to take us or something. (laughs) And he literally doesn't say a word, does not say one word, just gets up. He didn't even. He his didn't eyes even are hear. closed. <laughs> his eyes are closed. I don't think at this point, them. I don't know how he even knows that the door is barricaded. But he just starts taking the luggage and putting it on the ground. <laughs> no words have came out of his mouth at this point. All I said was, "I think the guy downstairs is not okay. Like he's going to come after us, or something bad's going to happen." <laughs> Literally gets up, takes the suitcase, puts it on the floor, undoes the chair from the, <laughs> from the door. And walks downstairs, opens the door, and goes downstairs. And we look at each other, Sarah and I look at each other, and we're like, what, what is happening? What are we doing? So we walk downstairs after him. That so we go was downstairs. literally, I think, the funniest moment of my life. And we were literally all in the living room at this point. And he has one eye open. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, where is he at? I'm going to beat his ass. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Well, he hasn't done anything yet. But we just feel like something's wrong. He then proceeds to open the basement door oh and go gosh. down there. And we're like, no, 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 wait. Like, nothing bad has happened yet. We were just telling you that we feel unsafe. Like, are we okay? And, <laughs> like, all we wanted was a verbal confirmation. And he took it to one to a thousand we just wanted him to be like it's fine nothing's gonna happen (laughs) that's literally all i wanted him to say was it's fine he's fine he's cool he was literally gonna go into our friend's bedroom and drag him up the stairs and throw him out and throw him out of the house yeah that is friendship goals if i've ever if i've ever seen it like he supports our our overthinking didn't even need a he didn't even give us a response i just just i wish we could have taken a video (laughs) Of him, literally. Because he was up. in a dead sleep. Dead sleep. Snoring. Does not and say, all he I did, literally did not say one word. Just starts moving, gets up, stands up. Literally, there's all of a sudden, there's all of our luggage has moved from downstairs to upstairs. He, does he doesn't say even a word. say, what is this? Just moves it out of the way, goes downstairs, and it's like, where's this guy at? I'm going to beat his ass. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. So funny. Yeah. And, and honestly, so that ended, and he was like, it's fine, whatever, we went back to bed, and it was all fine yeah. in the morning. We're but like, it's it could fine. have been a weird thing, totally. It could have been something weird, but at least that we knew that if something did go wrong, we had, Yeah. he was going to go down there and take care of it, so yeah. then I felt better. Yeah, I still feel like I probably slept 10 minutes that whole night, but I mean, no, by same. the time I went to bed, it was probably 8 a.m., so... Seriously, I think we probably slept an hour, and then we woke up, Yeah. and I think when we woke up, he had already left. Yeah. But there's the example 1,450 of how we yeah. overreact and how we create scenarios in our head, so. I mean, really, how are people okay with that kind of stuff? Like, when you really think about it, that's it is dangerous, and that is scary. I just wonder if people take it, like, are we the only ones out there, or are other people like this? I would love to know. Yeah. I would love to hear some stories about times that people have overreacted. I mean, I think people in general, there are a lot of people that are overthinkers. I just think Mm -hmm. some people keep it to themselves. And because you and I are just like together, it's like a bomb. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Like an overthinking bomb. And then all of a sudden, like I validate what you're saying and you validate what Mm -hmm. I'm saying. And then it's like, okay, it's, it's true then. He is a we psychopath. We just make that's each other go more. Get his friends and get their white van and pick us up, and we're literally gonna <laughs> wake up and we're in China or wherever. <laughs> I mean, with blindfolds on in a room, and that becomes our life. So, no, really. I mean, at least that's not gonna happen for us because because we're, we're always one step ahead of it. We're a psycho. Yeah. yeah. Um. Do you think that that is like 
that transfers into how you are sometimes in relationships too, or how you could be with overthinking and creating scenarios in your head. Yeah. I feel like that causes a lot of issues, like unnecessary issues just in general. Like if you're, I feel like everyone does that though. Everyone, if you do not overthink in a relationship, you're lying, but you're just a very secure and sensible human being. Honestly, I am a sick individual in the mind. <laughs> like the things that go on in my brain are probably not normal. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Mm-hmm. But also, I don't know if this is true for you, but I feel like a lot of things that I think in my head actually end up happening. Yeah. I feel like I, I'm really I, good I don't know. with that. Yeah. I don't think that necessarily always happens for me, but I'm I definitely will overthink and blow something up into something that was nothing. Is Same. literally like, I think we're going to break up or, you know, I don't even know. Have you like had that experience before? Um, I think I've literally had that probably in every single situation <laughs> of any guy that I've ever talked to and it's no fault of their own, but it's really just me. Um, yeah. I can think of, and I feel like I told you about this time, but, um, one time I was talking to somebody and we were, we were really, we were dating and, I was, like, close to where he was at. He was at, like, dog sitting at a house. Anyway, that's, like, too much background. But I was close by. And so in my head, immediately, when I had already gotten to where I was, I was like, okay, I'm going to see him probably later just because I'm close by. I knew he wasn't doing anything. He was already out of work. I was like, this is going to be good, whatever. I'll see him. And Mm -hmm. so... I like told him where I was and we just didn't make any plans. And so then I was leaving and I was getting annoyed. Because you were already going down to this area for a certain reason, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I wasn't like, I was, it's just, okay. So it was basically like 30 to 40 minutes from my house. So I was like, okay, if I'm down here already, why Because you were going we just... down there to go shopping yes. or something. And he was dog sitting in that area yeah. and you were like, okay, well, I'm probably going to see him because we're both going to be in the yeah. same area. And okay. immediately that expectation already ruined my life because yes. I already had our plans made. They were already Expectations kill. Yeah. The cat. Without communication. <laughs> Is that a saying? <laughs> I don't know if that's a saying, but okay. Um, so... I'm like frustrated as soon as I get to my car because I realize my shopping day is pretty much over and we hadn't made any plans. And so I think I say something as I'm literally putting in the directions, which is also my own fault. Like probably should have said something sooner, but I was like, okay, can I come see you? And he Mm -hmm. hadn't responded and it had been like two minutes. (laughs) And at this point I'm like sitting in my car and I'm like, I need to make a decision. I need either need to go home or I need to like go see him. And so I'm like, whatever immediately Mm -hmm. worst mood I'm going home I'm going home he's not answering fast enough whatever I'm turning on the highway and he's like sure come over all right well I'm already on the highway and so I'm irritated so I literally am like putting my red receipts on I'm driving I'm listening to music I'm so Mm -hmm. irritated and really there's nothing to be irritated about because I literally just asked him if I could come over and he said I could just five (laughs) minutes too late you know I mean there's there's no situation here Um, I hope this doesn't make me look like a psychopath, but you just have to understand, like in your own mind, I feel like you just overthink everything. And so I'm driving, I'm really irritated. And I think we have a little bit of a small convo, like continuing and I'm just getting more irritated. And I'm like, I literally can't do this. Like I am going to break up with this guy because, because you're so annoyed because all you wanted him to do was while you were at the mall, be like, Oh, you're also in the area when you're done. Come over. Yeah. Like I want to see you, whatever. So I don't even, yeah, it just took me. I was like walking on an edge and I fell off the cliff. I literally (laughs) think I had a psychotic break because I was full on like upset. I was like driving and I was so irritated and I was like, you know what? I'm literally, I spun my car around on the highway and I was like, I'm, I'm going to see him. And at this point I was like, I'm going to see him and I'm going to tell him off or like, I'm going to like break up with him. Yeah, like freak out. Like, and I'm dead. So I literally did. I like, remember I like ran through like seven different lanes just to get to the side of the highway and like, you know, get off the exit or whatever. And rerouted, went to him and, um, I got like literally like spun into his driveway, ran up to his door, was like pounding on the door. Didn't you sideswipe the mailbox? (laughs) I thought you said you like almost hit the mailbox with your like side mirror. I probably did. I I don't really remember. (laughs) I think I blacked out, but I probably did. I mean, I, I was not... I was under the influence of something else. You know what I mean? Mentally I mean, not unstable. Actually. Yeah. 
So I literally am like, like pounding on his door and he comes to the door and he's like literally playing a video game. Like just got done playing a video game. Unbothered. Unbothered. Literally unbothered. He's like, oh, hey, babe. Like, what's wrong? Like, visibly, I'm upset. I'm like, my face is probably red and I'm like. Fuming. And then, yeah. And then I literally sat down and had a conversation with him. But it was totally just all my like overthinking Mm-hmm. And I feel like that makes me look a little bit like a psychopath, but it's also just like you have to be there in the moment. I'm sure there are details that I'm leaving out, but <laughs> maybe not. I just I think feel sometimes like, that happens. Yeah, I feel like sometimes that just happens. And sometimes I think the expectation is the part that really kills it because you could mm-hmm. be thinking something in your head, but really he might not have even put two and two together. Like, oh, she's in this area. You know what I mean? Like it might've just been overthinking, but it's something that's important to you and you already had that expectation. So then you're thinking something in your head. That's not like you were thinking in your head that there was already plans and you guys were already going to hang out and he had no idea. Totally. He was playing Fortnite. No, literally. He had (laughs) one, one clue, one care. Um, yeah, I think for me, expectation is so big. I, I do that all the time. I, I yeah. think you're the same way too, but I think that's my hardest thing to get over when I'm talking to someone or when I am in a relationship because I do that and it's like my own fault, but mm-hmm. I will put plans on us. Even if we have plans at two o'clock, all of a sudden I have our whole day planned. Like I'm yeah, like getting I do ready that at too. this time. I'm, you know, going to do this at this time. Like I need to know everything. And then when it's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know like that was like set in stone or I didn't know we were doing that. I just get go off a cliff. It's like a bad thing for sure. I think it's the mixture. I feel like sometimes that's what people do. And I know I've done it too with like relationships or with someone that you think you might like because you put this idea in your head of, oh, this could be so good. Or, oh, what if they did all of these things? And you have this expectation in your head of what you think it's like. And then you're in person with them and you're like, they're not actually the person that I thought they were, or they're yeah. not, they're not even going to do any of those things that I would want them to do anyways. So yeah. it's not, it's not what it is, you know? Totally. Yeah. And then you're like disappointed about something that was never going to happen. Right. You end up being disappointed or you end up dwelling and overthinking. That's like another thing is like you end up dwelling on something that's not even a reality. It's something that you created in your own head and it's not really what it is. And then you're just set up for disappointment no a hundred percent I can think of 17 scenarios where I've done that even just like recently like I just always like if I have something in my mind Mm -hmm. like oh I like like what you said I want them to do this or it would be Mm -hmm. so nice if they did this or just like literally the smallest things I could think about that with every single guy that I've ever liked honestly Mm -hmm. and I feel like social media doesn't help either because I feel like you could be seeing someone on social media and think oh my god they're this or they're that or whatever and then you're see them in person or you're with them and you're like actually I don't even like them Mm -hmm. I don't even like who they are or the characteristics that they like are in person you know because I feel like you could think someone is one thing or you think you might know who they used to be and that's not actually who they are anymore yeah or maybe it's exactly who they still are and always have been and that's the worst part so that could happen with anything anyone anything even like like friendships even you know I think that's huge like with social media I feel like that's kind of a different topic but it's definitely relevant yeah I feel like people like you feel like you get to know someone through either like texting or mm-hmm. like just their online profile or like yeah. just seeing their everyday mm-hmm. posts and you're like, oh, they're thinking this or, oh, they're doing this and, oh, they're probably thinking about this while they're doing this mm-hmm. or, or yep. they're with their family yep. so they must be this or I don't know. But then, it, like you said, it may not always be that way. Like right. I can think about specifically too even, I remember, um, I know I told you this, when I was dating someone, when mm-hmm. I first met him, I, like, noticed all of the things that he had. Like, he had a really nice car and, like, he, you know, had a good job. You know, he was down mm-hmm. with college or whatever. And at that time, like, that was a little bit older than I was. I wasn't there. So, like, to me, I was like, wow, he's doing really good. And then, like, yeah. the dress is nice, whatever. And then as I got to know him, I just realized that those things didn't really mean that he was actually doing good. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you just never know. Yeah. And you just have totally. to be, and like, I feel like realistic. Not, not to be off topic, this is just, like, a tidbit, but I feel like that's – that's how people are with their um, 
exes too. Mm -hmm. Like you break up and then you're like, oh my God, I miss them because of this, this, and this. And you're thinking of all these scenarios in your head and then you get back together with them and you're like, shoot, this is why we broke up in the first place. Like, am I an idiot? You know, I feel like that happens all the time and people don't grasp that concept. It takes a while to like get it because you will always have like that connection with someone. But at the end of the day, you broke up and then you're thinking of all the good things or you're thinking of, oh, I miss having that person or I miss this about them. And then you get back together and you're like, literally the same exact things are bothering me that did before. So totally. Or you think like you're, you start dating them again and you're like, you created some kind of scenario or thought or mind or like things that weren't actually them. Like when you yeah. were break, like broken up for like yep. three months or whatever and you saw them posting or you guys had yeah. small little conversations, like you put your own story using their words that wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily the true them or their real actions. Like you were just kind of romanticizing it or putting it the way right. you wanted it to get or back Or putting it in them. your head. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Overthinking it. Yeah. Um, so, so I have this really fun like little BuzzFeed quiz. Should we do this? Yes, let's do it. Okay, because I think it really, it relates to our topic. It's, if you overthink too much, this quiz will tell you. I mean, we already know the answers for us. So, I mean, we're definitely overthinkers, right? Yeah. Okay. Do we do it? Do you have it up? Yeah, we're going to do it for fun. I have it up. Okay. And we're going to post it so that people can do it too, right? I think it's fun. Okay, so first one, we could just switch off. Um, do you replay conversations in your head hours later because surely you came off the wrong way or you offended someone or it was awkward and now you're worrying? Yes. Yeah, totally. 1,000 times yes. Yeah. Okay, number two. Do you usually take longer than you should getting dressed because really your outfit has to be just right plus who knows what's going to happen? Yes. Yeah, that's not even – I don't even have to question that one. Keep going. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, next one is, are you, is this one describing me or are we just like, this is a hundred percent, both of us. Yeah. All of them. Are you indecisive about big decisions? Because what if it all goes wrong? What if? Yes, totally. Um, I'll say the next one. Oh wait, I don't know this word. Do you ruminate? Okay. I'm going to pretend I know what that means. Do you ruminate about what people really meant after saying that thing they said? Um, I actually don't really know what that means, but I feel like my answer is yes. My answer is yes. I always think about conversations after they happen. So, okay. If that's what that means, I definitely do as well. Or do you ever get like one single thing that they said and you can't stop thinking about it? Like what did they mean by that? Like why did they say that? Yes. (laughs) Okay. You do this one. Um, are you constantly wondering if you forgot to do something like lock your door or turn off the stove? I have a problem <laughs> when it comes too. to this. I can't tell you how many times I've turned back around after being on the highway because I thought I didn't shut my garage door. A hundred percent. I it's sometimes think so I have OCD bad. because I, I have OCD. Like, literally, rem- I mean, I don't even know if that's the right use, but like I will remember, like I know in my heart of hearts that I did something like unplugged my straightener or shut off my light. But if I don't see it again and like, like even if though I, I already see saw it. it, like I have to literally rewatch myself do it. No, Sarah, I think something's <laughs> wrong with us because when I go to bed at night, you can ask my family. Uh-huh. They think I am a security system because I go around and check our sliding glass door. I check our front door to make sure it's a double locked. I make sure our garage door is double locked. I am a psycho when it comes to those things. Mm. And I'm a big candle guy. And so I always have candles lit in my room or in the house. I have the most anxiety that I forgot to blow out a candle and my house is going to catch on fire and it's going to be all my fault. Yeah. And Oh, I can't even. Okay, that's a yes from us. Yeah, totally. We don't even have to go say any more. Do you rehearse what you're going to say just about a million times before an important conversation so there's absolutely no way you'll stumble on your words? I do, like, think about conversations in my head, but it never ends up coming out the way I want to because I usually yeah, black this out. Yeah, one, this one's hard. Like, I would say, I would say yes in a way that, like, in modern world, I would like type out a text message, like a long text message and make it perfect if I'm like yes. really irritated or, you know, I have something major mm-hmm. to say. But like in real life, 
I don't think I rehearse. So I guess I would say no for that one. I'm going to say yes, because I always think about conversations or like if I have to talk to my manager mm-hmm. about taking four vacations in the next two months, <laughs> how I'm going to say, say it. I, yeah. yeah, I need to rehearse it in my head. So that's a yes. Okay. And then this one's kind of along the same lines. Do you even rehearse how you'll react to other people's responses, then internally freak out when it doesn't play out like that? I don't think I do that. And it, there's this little image that says, yeah, um, I already played out this confrontation like 10 times in my head. So if you could stick to the script I imagined <laughs> for you, that'd be great. Thanks. I feel like I have done this, like think yeah. about what the other person's going to say, but the other person never says what yeah. I think they're going to say. Gonna so say no. I'm, I'm going to say no on that one. Um, okay, you can do this one. This one's good. Do you stay awake at night thinking about your day or about everything you have to do tomorrow? Yes. 100%. I'm always thinking about everything that I have to do. I am planning it down to the hour of what yes. I have to do the next day. I have to keep notes on my phone just to get it out of my head because if it's like the smallest thing, like, oh, I have to like like mail a letter or like Honestly, people are going to listen to this and send us into Dr. Phil. <laughs> we sound <laughs> or be on the Maury so. show. Like we sound so bad. Bear we with honestly us. might have some sort of disorder. Maybe we should have taken that. I think we're OCD and overthinkers. Yeah, maybe. But OCD and is actually like a little bit different in the fact that you have like compulsions that you have to do. Like people who have OCD have to be like, like sometimes they'll have to say like count to four when they get like stressed out or something. I think I'm on my way there. Like I'm not too far from that, to be honest. Yeah. I'm going to have to start saying shit four times in a row. <laughs> have you not noticed how bad I am with money? I go to the freaking ATM and wear gloves because I do not want to touch my money before I put it in the ATM. That's like germaphobe, though. I wash my hands before I make my bed. (laughs) I am on a train that is... I'm about to fall off the wagon. (laughs) I'm on the crazy train, y'all. You're the wrong way. (laughs) Okay, number nine. Okay. Are you constantly wondering why someone hasn't texted you back when they responded literally right after the text you sent before this one? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if it's like a major conversation, all of a sudden they stopped responding, I would wonder. But with responding, I feel like I'm usually the worst one. So I'm, I'm not usually stuck in this scenario. I don't, yeah, I don't really think about this unless, like you said, it's an important conversation. I mean, obviously I think about it sometimes when I'm texting mm-hmm. someone and they text me back right away and then I say something and then I don't hear from them. So I'm just going to say no. Yeah, I said no as well. When someone texts you okay or K, does it make you consider all the possible ways you did them wrong? Yeah, I totally think this. Like the different ways that people say okay or even if they only say okay uh-huh. It stresses me out. Like, are they annoyed? Yeah. I mean, this is with everyone. My family, my friends. Like, immediately when someone says, okay, I have to know the whole reference. And I have I to don't like, like K. But I say O and a K all the time. And I'm not mad. So, I can't relate to that one. But the K. I usually say a full okay. Like, I spell it out. Like, okay, A, Y. Exclamation. If I'm saying okay. You do okay, A, Y, exclamation. <laughs> yeah, I'm letting you. I'm really little. communicative in the fact that. I will let you know that is a okay. <laughs> I just say okay, so I can't really relate to this one. But K is weird. Who says that? It's 2019. Yeah. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yes, just because I definitely overanalyze. Like, I'm always wondering if people are annoyed at me or you know what. Yeah. Could you write a whole book of irrational worst case scenarios for different situations? Because let's be honest, you can never be too prepared. I mean, I feel like this is just everything that we are talking about. So yeah, we've written probably several books at this point yes (laughs) do you randomly get distracted thinking about something super embarrassing that happened years ago yes (laughs) I could bring up so many embarrassing things that I've done and I start blushing because I'm embarrassed and I'm alone like nobody knows that I'm thinking about this but I'm so embarrassed about certain things that happened to me yeah I don't know I don't do this frequently but definitely if something gets brought up in my own mind I will get embarrassed I think I do this frequently because God knows what I've done in my life. I've done a lot of embarrassing things. So I'm going to say yes. Okay. I think I'm going to say, I'm going to say no, honestly. Are you an expert at decoding and interpreting any and all social media statuses? Um, I feel like this is like less relevant now because people don't really make statuses. Uh-huh. But 
I mean, I I would say we definitely are. If you just think about all the things that we do that's like we're FBI agents or something and we're on social media. So as far as like yeah. decoding and things, um, I would say we are. Because if you think about like when we try to find someone on social media or, I mean, I, I would say that we are. I don't think it's the same way, but. I'm going to say I feel like I used to be a psycho about this and Mm -hmm. I could find out anything about everyone, but now I don't think I care as much. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't, it just, it's not something I would do with my time, but definitely I used to be an FBI agent and I could probably find out your second cousin's first job. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Okay. That's a, what are we saying? Yes or no? I said yes personally, but you probably should say no. Okay. I'll say no. Okay. I'll read the next one. Do you always... How many questions are there? I think okay, there's two 15. More. <laughs> um, do you always end up deleting statuses or tweets because you're worried people will take them the wrong way? Yeah, I'm going to say no. no. I don't I'm think... I'm going to say no. I mean, we don't really even make statuses or tweets, but... I don't even have a Twitter, so I'm going to say no. Yeah. Okay, do you ever wake up after a night of drinking worried about all the terrible shit you must have said or done while drunk? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... All the time. <laughs> Did it two days ago. No, I'm kidding. If you actually were, like, at the point where you couldn't remember what you did, then that's definitely something you would probably overthink about. But I'm going to say no. Yeah. Well, I'm a frequent forgetter. Like, if I've had one too many, I do not remember much. So I'm going to say yes. Because I am always a little worried. Like, you know, who's my alter ego over here? You know? (laughs) Okay, what did you get? I mean, I think I think we both got this. Uh, my results are that I overthink too damn much. Yep, same. Which is true. I <laughs> yeah, do. we knew that. We knew that. But everyone else should go take this and let us know what you think. Or if you have any overthinking stories, yes. we truly would love to have you and um, share them. Because I think this is something probably a lot of people relate to. At least I, I really... just relate to it so hard because it's my life. And I really want to know if Sarah and I have a problem and we need to learn how to let things go or if other people think about things as much as we do. Yeah. I would love to know. It does sometimes too. Like not only does it sometimes ruin relationships or ruin like moments, but I feel like just in general, even if you were at the movie or whatever and you hadn't said something, you would have been thinking about it the entire movie and like freaking out. It would have ruined my time. Yeah. It still ruined my time. Yeah. And then when you leave, it's like, I mean, in that scenario, I would have been the exact same way, but I just think sometimes in more scenarios where it's, you know, more evident, we should just take a step back and be like, okay, in reality, yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. is the plane going down? Do I need to jump over seven people to get to the middle aisle to go to the back of the plane? (laughs) Do I need to barricade my door and wake everybody in the house up at four in the morning? Do I need to whip my car on two wheels to go back to make sure I blew out the candles? Probably not. Yeah. But that's us. That's our yeah. lives. So it makes it a little entertaining. So that's at least good. We get something yeah. out of it. Yeah. Great. Okay. Love it. Well, I'm interested to hear what everyone has to say, their feedback. Yeah. And um, send us your results or your stories. Yes. We from the quiz. And tag us on our Instagram. Yeah. Table for two. Love it. Is that our Instagram? Is it table for two or is it table for two pod? I think it's table for two pod. I think table for two was taken. So rude. I'm going to go look. <laughs> Just we should probably sure. know. I think it's pod. It's the P-O-D. It's pod. Yeah. It's table for two pod. You follow know that table for two pod. Yeah. They follow us already. They know. Right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. Well, that is all we have for you guys. We will see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.